بسم الله الصلاة والسلام على رسول الله نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إن الحمد لله نستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فهو المهتد ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علم Inshallah bi-idhnillah we are continuing with Majalisi Shahri Ramadan, Ramadan sittings and today inshallah we are on our ninth sitting and our topic today is Fi adabi siyami al-wajiba from the mandatory etiquettes or from the mandatory manners of fasting اعلموا أن للصائم آدابا كثيرة لا يتم إلا بها ولا يكمل إلا بالقيام بها that the Sheikh رحمه الله says know that the fasting person must comply with certain manners and etiquettes that their fasting is not completed unless they are fulfilled وهي على قسمين آداب واجبة لا بد للصائم من مراعاتها والمحافظة عليها. There are two categories. These manners and etiquettes are two categories. The first one is آداب واجبة. They are mandatory manners and etiquettes that the fasting person must comply with and practice. وآداب مستحبة ينبغي أن يراعيها ويحافظ عليها. And then the second category is voluntary or recommended manners and etiquettes which they must comply with. than practice. فمن الآداب الواجب أن يقوم الصائم بما أوجب الله عليه من العبادات القولية والفعلية. From the obligatory manners and etiquettes of fasting is that the fasting person maintains the obligatory things which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the obligatory acts of worship which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed upon them, whether they be vocal or oral acts of worship or they are physical. ومن أهمها الصلاة المفروضة التي هي آكد أركان الإسلام بعد الشهادتين and from the most important of these obligatory actions is the obligatory salawat which is the most important pillar after the shahadatain فتجب مراعاتها بالمحافظة عليها والقيام بأركانها وواجباتها وشروطها that a person, the fasting person must observe the salawat by performing its pillars and obligations and conditions in the way that is required of them فَيُؤَدِّيهَا فِي وَقْتِهَا مَعَ الْجَمَاعَةِ فِي الْمَسَاجِدِ that it should be performed at the appointed time in congregation in the masajid يعني in salatu al-jama'a فَإِنَّ ذَلِكَ مِنَ التَّقْوَى الَّتِي مِنْ أَجْلِهَا شُرِعَ الصِّيَامُ وَفُرِضَ عَلَى الْأُمَّةِ to do so is from taqwa is from the taqwa for which fasting was prescribed وَإِضَاعَةُ الصَّلَاةِ مُنَافٍ لِلتَّقْوَى وَمُوجِبٌ لِلْعُقُوبَةِ That the one who neglects their salah, this shows or this indicates that there is an absence of taqwa. وَمُوجِبٌ لِلْعُقُوبَةِ And necessitates punishment from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. قَالَ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ أَضَاعُوا الصَّلَاةَ وَاتَّبَعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّةِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Maryam, after mentioning the stories of a number of the prophets, he says فَخَلَفَ مِنْ بَعْدِهِمْ خَلْفٌ that after them came generations what did they do these later generations أَضَاعُوا الصَّلَاةَ they neglected the salah وَاتَّبَعُوا الشَّهَوَاتِ and they followed their own desires فَسَوْفَ يَلْقَوْنَ غَيَّةِ and they will indeed meet with an evil consequence وَمِنَ الصَّائِمِينَ مَنْ يَتَهَاوَنُ بِالصَّلَاةِ الْجَمَاعَةِ مَعْ وُجُوبِهَا عَلَيْهِ there are some fasting people who are indifferent or they neglect the salah in jama'ah the salah 
Allah and congregation, although it is obligatory upon them. وَقَدْ أَمَرَ اللَّهُ بِهَا فِي كِتَابِهِ فَقَالْ وَإِذَا كُنْتَ فِيهِمْ فَأَقَمْتَ لَهُمُ الصَّلَاةَ فَالْتَقُمْ طَائِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ مَعَكَ وَلْيَأْخُذُوا أَسْلِحَتَهُمْ فَإِذَا سَجَدُوا فَلْيَكُونُوا مِنْ وَرَائِكُمْ وَلْتَأْتِ طَائِفَةٌ أُخْرَى لَمْ يُصَلُّوا فَلْيُصَلُّوا مَعَكَ وَلْيَأْخُذُوا حِذَرَهُمْ وَأَسْلِحَتَهُمْ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he says in Surah An-Nisa when he was describing the Salat al-Khawf or the, the prayer when we are in a state of fear or when the Mujahideen are in a state of jihad he said وَإِذَا كُنْتَ فِيهِمْ فَأَقَمْتَ لَهُمُ الصَّلَاةِ When you are campaigning with them يعني in jihad فَأَقَمْتَ لَهُمُ الصَّلَاةِ And you led them in salah فَالْتَقُمْ طَائِفَةٌ مِّنْهُمْ مَعْكَ Let one group of them stand in prayer with you وَلْيَأْخُذُوا أَسْلِحَتَهُمْ While they are armed يعني they are praying while they are armed فَإِذَا سَجَدُوا يعني أَتَمُّوا صَلَاتَهُمْ When they make their sujood يعني when they complete their part of the salah فَلْيَكُونُوا مِنْ وَرَائِكُمْ Then let them come behind you وَلْتَأْتِ طَائِفَةٌ أُخْرَى لَمْ يُصَلُّوا فَلْيُصَلُّوا that a blind man came to the Prophet and he said to him I do not have a guide to guide me to the masjid at the time of the salah he gave him the concession to pray at home when he turned around to go back he called him back he said do you hear the nida do you hear the adhan for the salah he said yes he said respond to the adhan and come to the salah in that the Prophet did not give him the concession to pray at home even though he was a blind man and he had no one to guide him and that the one who neglects the salah in jama'ah the salah in congregation they have subhanallah they have missed out on a lot of reward congregation the reward for it is multiplied many times as the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said that the Salah in Jama'ah Tafdulu is greater in reward Ala Salat al is greater in reward than the individual prayer Bisab'in wa ishreena daraja it is 27 times more greater than it in reward Wa bitarki al-jama'ati yu'arrid nafsahu lil-uqubati wa mushabahati al-munafiqeen and the one who neglects the Salah in Jama'ah the Salah in congregation in the masajid they have exposed themselves
themselves to the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they resemble the hypocrites. ففي الصحيحين عن أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال أثقل الصلوات على المنافقين صلاة العشاء وصلاة الفجر ولو يعلمون ما فيهما لأتوها ولو حبوا ولقد هممت أن آمر بالصلاة فتقام ثم آمر رجلا فيصلي بالناس ثم أنطلق معي برجال معهم حزم من حطب إلى قوم لا يشهدون الصلاة فأحرق عليهم بيوتهم بالنار that Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu he, he narrates that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said he said أثقل الصلوات the most heavy salawat upon the hypocrites are salat العشاء and salat الفجر the fajr salat and the isha salat ولو يعلمون ما فيها لأتوهما ولو حبوا if they knew the virtues of praying salat al-fajr and salat al-isha in congregation they would have come even if they had to crawl فتقام, I was almost going to order that the salah be established and then I appoint someone to lead the salah and then I go with a group of men carrying firewood on their back and go to the houses of those who do not attend the salah in congregation and burn their houses upon them. And in another narration, it mentions that he did not do such a thing because there was women and children inside those houses. وَمِنَ الصَّائِمِينَ مَنْ يَتَجَاوَزُ بِالْأَمْرِ فَيَنَامُ عَنِ الصَّلَاةِ فِي وَقْتِهَا Some of the fasting people, they exceed the limit because they sleep through the time of salah, especially at the time of salat al-fajr and salat al-asr. وَهَذَا مِنْ أَعْظَمِ الْمُنْكَرَاتِ وَأَشَدِّ الْإِضَاعَةِ لِلصَّلَوَاتِ That this is one of the most reprehensible acts and the worst ways of neglecting salah حتى قال كثير من العلماء إن من أخر الصلاة عن وقتها بدون عذر شرعي لم تقبل وإن صلى مئة مرة that some of the scholars they said that whoever delays the salah past its time without a valid excuse for doing so and then they were to pray it a hundred times after that then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will not accept it لأن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال the Prophet said من عمل عملا ليس عليه أمرنا فهو رد whoever introduces a practice which is not authenticated by me will have it rejected رواه مسلم والصلاة بعد وقتها ليس عليه أمر النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم to pray the salah outside of its time is not from the authentication of the Prophet the Prophet never ordered you to do such a thing فتكون مردودة غير مقبولة will be rejected I will never be be accepted by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. وَمِنَ الْآدَابِ الْوَاجِبَةِ Also from the mandatory etiquettes and يَجْتَنِبَ الصَّائِمُ جَمِيعَ مَا حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ وَرَسُولَهُ مِنَ الْأَقْوَالِ وَالْأَفْعَالِ Is that the fasting person stays away from everything which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden whether they be actions or whether they be sayings. فَيَجْتَنِبَ الْكَذِبِ That they refrain from lying. وَأَعْظَمُهُ الْكَذِبُ عَلَى اللَّهِ وَرَسُولِهِ And the worst of lying is the lying against Allah subhanahu wa تعالى and his messenger كأن ينسب إلى الله أو إلى رسوله تحليل حرام أو تحريم حلال بلا علم that they say something is halal when it is haram or they say that something is haram when it is halal and they say that Allah سبحانه وتعالى said such a thing or they say that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said such a thing and it is a lie against Allah and his messenger قال الله تعالى ولا تقول لما تصف ألسنتكم الكذب هذا حلال وهذا حرام لتفتروا على الله الكذب إن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب لا يفلحون متاع قليل ولهم عذاب أليم الله سبحانه وتعالى says ولا تقولوا do not say لما تصف ألسنتكم 
for any false things that your tongues may put forth. هذا حلال وهذا حرام. This is halal and this is haram. لتفتروا على الله الكذب. So as to ascribe false things to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إن الذين يفترون على الله الكذب لا يفلحون. Those who ascribe false things to Allah will never be successful. متاع قليل. They will have a brief enjoyment. ولهم عذاب أليم. And then it will eventually be a painful torment. إن جهنم والعياذ بالله وفي الصحيحين وغيرهما من حديث أبي هريرة رضي الله عنه وغيره أن النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم قال من كذب علي متعمدا فليتبوأ مقعده من النار Also in the صحيحين that Abu Hurairah رضي الله عنه he said that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said من كذب علي متعمدا whoever intentionally lies about me فليتبوأ مقعده من النار then let them take their seat in the hellfire. وَحَذَّرَ النَّبِيَّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِنَ الْكَذِبِ فَقَالْ إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْكَذِبِ فَإِنَّ الْكَذِبَ يَهْدِي إِلَى الْفُجُورِ وَإِنَّ الْفُجُورَ يَهْدِي إِلَى النَّارِ وَلَا يَزَالُ الرَّجُلُ يَكْذِبُ وَيَتَحَرَّ الْكَذِبَ حَتَّى يُكْتَبَ عِنْدَ اللَّهِ كَذَّابَ That the Prophet وسلم, he warned against lying when he said إِيَّاكُمْ وَالْكَذِبِ He said beware of lying, beware of falsehood. That lying leads to fujur. يعني essentially it leads to other sins. And sinning will eventually lead to the hellfire. That a person continues to tell lies. And they strive upon falsehood. Until they are written. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala writes them down as being from the kathabin, from the liars. That the fasting person must also refrain from backbiting. It is to talk about your brother or even your sister in their absence with something that they would hate. Regardless if you were to mention them with something they dislike regarding the way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created them. She gives an example such as the one who has a limp in their leg. والأعور, the one who has essentially one eye that is working. والأعمر, the one who is blind. على سبيل العيب والذم, that you do so as a means of belittling them. أو بما يكره في خلقه كالأحمق والسفيه والفاسق ونحوه or to criticize them. It's the same whether you were to criticize them in the way that Allah created them or or in, in their character such as to call someone ahmaq, stupid or safih, foolish والفاسق, an evildoer or in, anything similar to this regardless if they have this characteristic or not when the Prophet was asked about al-ghiba he, uh, he, he responded by saying it is to say something about your brother which he which he dislikes or which which he hates. قيل أفرأيت إن كان في أخي ما أقول. Then he, he was said to him, What if what I say about them is true? قال إن كان فيه ما تقول فقد اغتبته. If what you say about him is true, then it is backbiting him. وإن لم يكن فيه ما تقول فقد بهت. And if if what you are saying is not true, then it is even worse. You are slandering them. رواه مسلم. ولقد نهى الله عن الغيبة في القرآن وشبهها ب 
that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has explicitly forbidden backbiting in the Quran and he has given it a loathsome example he compared it to the person who eats the flesh of their dead brother فَقَالَ تَعَالَى وَلَا يَغْتَبْ بَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He says, Do not backbite one another. أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا فَكَرِهْتُمُ Would any of you like to eat the flesh of their dead brother? And you you find that repulsive. Similarly, backbiting should also be repulsive. النَّمِيمَ And that the fasting person should also refrain from namima. What is namima? وَهِيَ نَقْلُ كَلَامِ شَخْصٍ فِي شَخْصٍ إِلَيْهِ لِيُفْسِدَ بَيْنَهُمَا That it is the spreading of evil talk between people in order to corrupt and separate between them. وَهِيَ مِنْ كَبَائِرِ الذُّنُوبِ That it is from the greatest of sins. قَالَ فِيهَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam he said the namam will not enter Jannah and then Nabiyyasallallahuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuhuh
and it will only distance a person from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. المعازف, that the fasting person should also refrain from listening to all forms of music. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he says that there are some people, يَشْتَرِي لَهُوَ الْحَدِيثِ They purchase idle tales and amusements of speech. لِيُضِلَّ عَنْ سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ To misguide from the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala without knowledge. وَيَتَّخِذَهَا هُزْوَى And indeed they make a mockery of it. يعني the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أُولَٰئِكَ لَهُمْ عَذَابٌ مُهِينٌ Indeed they will have a humiliating torment. وَقَدْ صَحَى عَنْ ابْنِ مَسْعُودٍ أَنَّهُ سُئِلَ عَنْ هَذِهِ الْآيَةِ فَقَالَ والله الذي لا إله غيره هو الغناء. That Ibn Mas'ud رضي الله عنه he was asked about this ayah. يعني he was asked about the meaning of لهو الحديث. What is لهو الحديث? And he said والله الذي لا إله غيره. He said by Allah whom there is no deity worthy of worship except him هو الغناء. It is referring to music. وصح أيضا عن ابن عباس وابن عمر نزلت هذه الآية في الغناء والمزامير. That it is also authentically narrated that Ibn Abbas and Ibn Umar they said that this ayah was sent down in regards to singing and musical instruments. وَقَدْ حَذَّرَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ مِنَ الْمَعَازِفِ وَقَرَنَهَا بِالزِّنَا فَقَالَ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ لَيَكُونَنَّ مِنْ أُمَّةِ أَقْوَامٌ يَسْتَحِلُّونَ الْحِرَى وَالْحَرِيرَ وَالْخَمْرَ وَالْمَعَازِفِ That the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he warned against it and he compared it to zina. He compared it to zina when he صلى الله عليه وسلم he said that there will be those from my ummah who will hold lawful al-hira adultery wal-harir and silk wal-khamr and alcohol wal-ma'azif and musical instruments wa-ma'na yastahilluna ay yaf'alunaha fi'la al-mustahilli laha biduni mubalat when the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam yastahilluna al-ma'azif wa yastahilluna al-hira and the harir what does it mean by yastahilluna it means that they will treat it as if it was halal, as if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala legislated it. So they will do it without any remorse and without any feeling that they are committing a sin. وَقَدْ وَقَعَ هَذَا فِي زَمَنِنَا فَكَانَ مِنَ النَّاسِ مَنْ يَسْتَعْمِلُ هَذِهِ الْمَعَازِفِ أَوْ يَسْتَمِعُهَا كَأَنَّهَا شَيْءٌ حَلَالٌ And subhanAllah the shaykh he says that this problem has befallen our ummah, that there are some muslimin who listen to music and they love the listening of music as if it is something halal and they do not ask. وَأَصْبَحَ كَثِيرٌ مِّنْهُمْ يَسْتَمِعُونَ إِلَى ذَلِكَ أَكْثَرَ مِمَّا يَسْتَمِعُونَ إِلَى قِرَاءَةِ الْقُرْآنِ وَالْأَحَادِيثِ وَكَلَامِ أَهْلِ الْعِلْمِ حَتَّى Some of them they listen to music and they do not even listen to the Qur'an and they do not listen to the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ and they do not even listen to the words of the scholars. فَاحْذَرُوا أَيُّهَا الْمُسْلِمُونَ نَوَاقِضِ الصَّوْمِ وَنَوَاقِصِهِ So beware the Shaykh is saying, beware of the things which cause a deficiency in your fasting. وَصُونُوهُ عَنْ قَوْلِ الزُّورِ وَالْعَمَلِ بِهِ and protect it and refrain it from falsehood both in saying and in actions قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به والجهل فليس لله حاجة في أن يدع طعامه وشرابه that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم he said من لم يدع قول الزور والعمل به that whoever does not leave falsehood in sayings and actions فليس لله حاجة في أن يدع طعامه وشرابه then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has no need that he should leave his food 
food and drink. وَقَالَ جَابِرٌ رَضِيَ اللَّهُ عَنْهُ إِذَا صُمْتَ فَلْيَصُمْ سَمْعُكَ وَبَصَرُكَ وَلِسَانُكَ عَنِ الْكَذِبِ وَالْمَحَارِمِ That Jabir ibn Abdullah radiyallahu anhu, he said, when you fast, then let your ears and your eyes and your tongue also fast, let them fast from al-kathib wal-maharim, let them fast from lying and from the unlawful deeds. And do not harm your neighbor. And that when you are fasting, let there be peaceful calmness about you. And don't let your fasting day and non-fasting days be the same. Allahumma hafadha alayna deenana wa kuffa jawarihana amma yughdibuk waghfir lana waliwalidina walijami' al-muslimina birahmatika ya arhamar rahimin wa sallallahu wa sallam سلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين وجزاكم الله خيرا